Hello everyone, this is um, Sister Mercy with another episode of Spiritual Conversation with Sister Mercy. In today's episode, the title is Pray with Faith. Pray with Faith. I've been thinking and meditating on some of the scriptures regarding faith. And in Matthew 18, in verse 19 Jesus said I also tell you this if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask my father in heaven will do it for you for where two or three gather together as my followers I am there among them this is taken from the new living translation So Jesus is saying, when two or three with faith gather together and they pray in his name that his Father in heaven will do it. So why didn't he say, when all of you gather together? No, he didn't. Because he knew it's not everybody is going to have faith to pray. It's not everybody is going to have faith to receive. So even if those two have faith, he will do what they ask, what they have agreed upon. This is the reason when Jesus went to pray for the synagogue leader's child that died. He had to remove all those ones that did not believe. He only took three of his disciples and the child's mother and father because they believed they want their child to live. They had faith. That was the reason he took those two, those um, five people. Remember, when Jesus went to his own hometown, he could not do any miracles. Why? Because majority of the people in that Nazareth, they knew him growing up as a child. You see, this is the reason the statement, uh, familiarity breeds content. They did not believe. They saw him growing up. They would say, this little um, Jesus, Joseph's child, now he's coming to be doing miracles here. You know, they felt offended. So their offense canceled the faith they had. Then the thing I've come to understand is, even those who have faith, if there's a lot of people who don't have faith amongst them, even if they're praying, the faith they have will be cancelled by the unbelievers. The unbelievers' doubt will cancel the faith they had. This is the reason you need to be very careful with who you are praying for and who you are praying with. Because sometimes people will tell you, oh, pray for us. For example, now, I've had somebody ask me to pray for them, pray for their father. Their father had a stroke and they asked me to pray for their father. So before I pray for anybody, I normally pray and ask the Holy Spirit, how do you want me to pray for this person? Direct me in praying for this person. Two times the Lord have told me, you know, he told me when I went to ask about praying for this person, and he says, do not pray. They do not belong to me. You see? So if you go ahead and pray for that person, that prayer is not going to be answered. So what's the point of wasting your energy and your time? So in this case, what I normally say, I just pray, God have mercy. That's it. 
even it's not even only God that tells you not to pray. This particular person as well, she's from a Muslim background. And when she wanted me to pray for her years ago, I was praying for her. And I heard in my spirit, the devil say, don't pray for her. She belongs to me. She does not belong to Jesus. So I stopped, I stopped that prayer and told her what I was hearing. And I asked her, do you want to give your life to Jesus? And she said, yes. So I led her to the Lord. And then I prayed and I did not hear that voice again. Today, she's a believer in Christ. Okay. So we need to be very careful who we pray for and with whom we pray with as well. Okay. So in Hebrews 11, let's have a look at the the definition of what faith actually is. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 1. It says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Okay? Evidence of things we cannot see. So this is faith. Faith is the reality of the things you are hoping for. You know, faith comes from the heart. And if you do not have faith in your heart, but you are hoping for something, that thing will not come. Hope is in your mind because it's your mind you're using to hope for something. But the reality of your faith comes from your heart. And a lot of people do not have faith. The reason they do not have faith is because they have not been tapping into the word of God. Because it is the word of God that gives faith. It's when you hear the word. eh? So faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God, the pure word of God. That is where your faith comes and that faith is built and is stored in your heart. So when you pray for something, you have that faith to hope that that thing will come, you know. So it's a future event. Hope is a future event, but faith is a present reality. It's a reality you have. So if you do not have faith, there's no point praying because Hebrews 11 verse 6 tells us, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So if you do not have faith and you are praying, you're wasting your time because God will not honor that prayer because you don't believe in him. You don't trust him. That's what it means. So the reason Jesus said when two or three are gathered in my name, that is two or three with faith, you know, not just any two or three, two or three with faith, you know, corporate prayer is good. But as long as that corporate prayer, that majority of the people in that environment have faith and they believe. If not, if majority of the people in that environment do not believe, even the one or two that believe, that the doubt of the one, the majority, will cancel the few that have faith, you know. They're doubting 
believe will cancel even one or two that have faith. So this is the reason when you are praying and you have prayer partners, you need to be careful with who you are partnering with in prayer. Let's have a look at Matthew. Matthew chapter 11 from verse 23 to 25. And it says, let's read here. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really, you must really believe it. It will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you have received it, it will be yours. It will be yours. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Okay. So what Jesus is saying here is if you truly believe in your heart that you are going to receive that thing you are praying for, you will receive it. But if you have any doubt in your heart, you will not receive it. And if you have any unforgiveness in your heart, you will not receive that prayer because your Father in heaven will not forgive your own sins. So when we call corporate prayers, how many people amongst those people that are praying truly believe that they will receive what they are praying for? How many people in that environment have, you know, have no unforgiveness in their heart? You don't know, okay? You don't know how many people are bearing unforgiveness and sin in their heart. Because when you do bear sin in your heart and you're praying, that prayer will not be answered. It's not that God do not want to answer your prayer. The fact is, the devil uses your sin to accuse you in the throne rooms of heaven. And when he's accusing you, God cannot answer that prayer. Because if he does, then he will be seen as an unrighteous God. And he's not an unrighteous God. He is a righteous God and he will always do the right thing every single time. It is our sin that prevents him from answering our prayer. It is our doubt, our unbelief that prevents him from answering our prayer. So the reason I wanted to do this um, session was that to encourage people to be careful with whom they ask to partner with them in prayer and also to have the habit of asking the Holy Spirit direction for their prayers. How do you want me to pray? Especially when somebody have asked you to pray for them because it's not everybody belongs to the Lord. It's not everybody have the right heart, you know. So what we should be praying for is for people to truly know God, for people to really open their hearts to God, for people to repent of their sins. And the only way they can repent of their sins is when they hear the real truth in the Word of God, the uncompromising Word of God. A lot of people are not hearing the uncompromising Word of God in their churches. What they are hearing is what the 
they want to hear what these preachers are preaching to them. Because the Bible did tell us in the end times, people will be running after, you know, fables, things that will tickle their fancy, things that will make them feel good. Whether it's the truth or not, they don't care. All they want to do, they want to feel good. So it's an emotional thing. They want to feel good in their emotions. That's why every time you hear people saying, oh, God will do this for you. God will do that for you. It's always about self, 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 self. But there's no truth in preaching self-proclaimed gospel. Man-made gospel will not lead people to repentance. It's the truth in the word of God that will lead people to repentance. You know, the goodness of God is what will lead people to repentance. Not self-proclamations. No, not proclaiming things that will make you feel good in your spirit. You know, that will not give you faith. It's the real word of God that will give you faith. And God does not function. God cannot relate with us without faith. We need faith in our life. We need to believe that he is real and that he exists and that he is faithful to his word. You need to believe that. We need to believe that. But a lot of people don't believe that because they do not know God. They do not know God. So pray with faith. Pray with faith. You know, without faith, we cannot please God. So we need to have faith in order to receive from God. Hallelujah. Thank you, merciful Father. Father God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that your children will come to the realization that without faith they cannot please you. And when there is sin in their life, unforgiveness, that they cannot receive from you. Because they have not forgiven, therefore you will not forgive them. Father, let this be a reality in their life. Let it be a reality, Almighty Jehovah. Father God, we praise you for you are a good and wonderful God. You are a faithful God. And your words and your promises are always yes and amen. Let your children have that belief. Let them truly believe that you mean what you say. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. This is our prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I pray that this will bless you and that the Lord will use these sessions to minister to your spirit and you will truly come to know him in truth and in holiness. God bless you. Bye-bye.